Welcome back to the Fight Talk Podcast. This is Steven Jensen. Today, I have another throwback for you guys. This is from June the 15th, 2014. From the same day of the podcast I uploaded yesterday, my throwback episode of my appearance on Think Deep with Dave Dilworth and Andrew Kim. So on that same day, I made predictions for TNA Slammiversary 2014. And in this episode, you're going to hear basically... Myself, as a fan of this company, that was very, very frustrated. Um, I talk about the TNA Hall of Fame in this. I talk about all the current performers. So this isn't so much about the predictions themselves. It's more so interesting to you know listen to where these performers were at in their careers and my mindset on this company. Um, I get a little harsh at times, but kind of brutally honest. And I was also a lot more angry back in those days, to be fair. Um, but, you know, more so than anything, I was just a huge fan of TNA wrestling and was getting really, really fed up with the company around this time. So I think it made for a pretty entertaining episode and I hope you guys enjoy it. I'll probably have a few more throwbacks that are going to be available on the feed really soon, like within the next day or so. So, you know, keep your eyes and ears open for those. Might have some other concepts coming up too. I might start reviewing some of my old articles that I did for fansided.com you know, a year or so ago and see kind of how they hold up now. So a lot of content coming your way on this uh, podcast feed in the very, very near future as I try to get to 200 episodes as quick as possible because I have something really special lined up for you guys for episode 200. And before that, we're also going to have a really great interview with one of my favorite independent professional wrestlers on the planet. So that's supposed to be going down tomorrow. So you're going to be hearing some throwbacks, some probably some new concept type of stuff, an awesome independent wrestling interview, and then my special guest for episode 200. So that all being said, kick back, relax, enjoy this episode of the Fight Talk podcast from June the 15th, 2014. This is my Slammiversary predictions. Uh, it says on the website, <coughs> excuse me, that uh, the Von Erich family will, will appear on the show. I mean, that's cool. You know, I like Von Erichs. They were a big part of uh, wrestling in the territory days, but I don't know what exactly they're going to add to this show other than, you know, some of their family members that are younger that I think are in the business now might get a little exposure. And they might kind of <clears throat> might kind of just tip the cap um, and say thanks thanks for uh, you know everything your family's done, but I really don't know what the significance of them being on the show is going to be. Uh, we also will see Kurt Angle announce the next TNA Hall of Fame inductee. Uh, this is a joke Hall of Fame in my opinion. I don't think it really matters who they induct. If it was me. Not only would AJ Styles be the choice, he would have been the first choice to make their Hall of Fame at least somewhat legitimate because everybody knows that AJ Styles is what TNA Wrestling was, was founded and built on. <clears throat> Excuse me. And just so uh, you guys know as viewers, I've been watching TNA Wrestling since the first show they ever put on in 2002. I have followed this company from the time where it was weekly pay-per-views where you had to find replays of their of their shows on the internet. I followed them through their days on Fox Sports, through, you know, Spike TV, 
the pay-per-view model again, blah, blah, blah. I followed this company from the beginning, and without a doubt, AJ Styles <clears throat> is the heart and soul of this company, and it's a shame because he's no longer there. Not necessarily because he isn't there anymore, because TNA's been pretty lackluster, but it's a shame that TNA management felt that AJ Styles was not worth the money they were paying him. And the guy making that decision is uh, Big John, who people might remember from uh, from like Tough Enough. He used to be a, an executive with the WWE. The guy clearly doesn't know talent because he's going to let guys like AJ Styles, Christopher Daniels, and Kazarian, and Kazarian go. But they're going to re-sign guys like uh, the guys on, from the Jersey Shore tag team, whatever that is, Bromans. You know what I mean? Like it just it's pretty it's pretty comical actually and. I actually live in Nashville, Tennessee. I live not too far away from the, uh, actually very close to the TNA headquarters. And I'll tell you right now, for a place that has founded the company, no one here, unless you're a hardcore wrestling fan, even knows that TNA Wrestling exists and has even less of a clue that they're headquartered here in Nashville. So I'll make another video later on about that and how uh, Global Force Wrestling, which is Jeff Jarrett's new uh, promotion, I believe they're going to be operating out of Nashville, too. If not, it's going to be in Hendersonville, which is just about a half hour half hour away from Nashville, so it'll be interesting. That being said, I think AJ Styles is the right choice, but I doubt it'll, it'll be him considering his, uh, his standing in the company right now. Jeff Jarrett would be my next choice. Founded the company, but then again, he's going to be their competition soon with GFW, so I don't think it'll be him. That kind of leaves us with guys like Samoa Joe, James Storm, Bobby Roode, the current champion, Eric Young, Abyss, and Jeff Hardy. If it was my guess, I'm going to guess they're going to do Hardy, only because he's another big name, and currently their uh, Hall of Fame consists of Kurt Angle and Sting, who are not TNA Originals, just like Jeff Hardy isn't. The whole thing's silly, and I really don't care enough to keep talking about it. Uh, the next match, we've got Austin Aries taking on Kenny King. We found out a few days ago that MVP is not going to be able to make the championship match in the steel cage with Eric Young at the end of the show. So we're going to get the winner of Kenny King and Austin Aries and the winner of Samoa Joe and Bobby Lashley in that steel cage triple threat for the championship at the end of the night. So that makes this decision a little bit harder because it depends on which way they're going to go with this. Are they going to make it, you know, Eric Young, the ultimate underdog, Daniel Bryan, clone type deal and I love Eric Young I've been a fan of his for a long time and he lives here in Nashville big Predators fan uh, Nashville Predators NHL team his his uh his wardrobe is his uh his trunks everything is uh Nashville Predator base which I think is awesome you know so are they, are they going to go with Kenny King and Bobby Lashley who are you know like the cronies of MVP two-on-one situation you know who knows my guess is that's what they're going to do. So my prediction is going to be Kenny King, but I'd much rather see Austin Aries in the main event, and I'd actually rather see Austin Aries as the champion of the company over probably anyone else in the company. I've been a fan of Austin Aries also for a very long time. Back when he was an ROH in, in, in the independents, you know. It, he's a guy who deserves to be uh, getting more than he has, and apparently he's out of whatever TNA doghouse he was in, so... We'll see what happens there. My prediction is going to be Kenny King, though. Next, we got uh, Cowboy James Storm versus Mr. Anderson. This is another match that I really don't care about. 
You know, I like the Austin Aries Kenny King match for the record. James Storm, Mr. Anderson. I think James Storm is underutilized. I think that he could be a big player in the WWE if he would go over there, but he just signed again for a longer contract with TNA, so he'll be there at least for the foreseeable future. Mr. Anderson, Kennedy, Kennedy does nothing for me anymore. I don't. He, I feel like the guy not only hasn't gotten any better from his days in the WWE, he's gotten worse. His doesn't really even have a gimmick. He was entertaining because he was the guy who came out, Mr. Kennedy, and then everyone, you know, Kennedy, you know, and it was like, it was so silly, but it was, it got him over. And in the ring, he was, you know, he's decent, but I... I just don't see it. I hope that James Storm win this match. Wins this match. I'm gonna predict James Storms to win this match, but and I hope it's the end of this feud, but it probably won't be. Uh, we've got a Willow versus Magnus, another match I don't care at all about. I think Magnus was a giant flop as the champion of, of the company. Another guy that doesn't do anything for me in the ring or on the mic. He has like a decent look, I guess. If if, like, you know, you're going for, like, a female demographic, but then again, there's plenty of guys on the show that you can do that with, and Magnus, he's doing, he's doing this whole thing with this guy Bram, who's, like, his childhood friend that's trying to make him tougher again. Once again, it's sad, but I really don't care about this match. The Willow character is, I'm kind of on the fence about, you know, I know it's something Jeff Hardy's wanted to do his whole career. It's nice that they're giving him the opportunity to do a character he created when he was a kid on national television. But it's also odd at the same time that they would <clears throat> market this guy Willow as Willow when Jeff Hardy's the biggest name on your roster and he's the most well-known person and he's <clears throat> going to be a WWE Hall of Famer sooner than later. But we get Willow versus Magnus. My prediction is going to be Willow, mainly because Jeff Hardy doesn't lose too often, especially on pay-per-view. So my choice is Willow, and I hope Willow wins the match too. I'll take Willow over Magnus any day of the week. Next up, we got uh, Bobby Lashley versus Samoa Joe. Not a fan of Bobby Lashley. I've, I've been a fan of Samoa Joe for a long time. Uh, I loved Samoa Joe's, you know, championship match with Austin Aries and Ring of Honor. That was awesome. I've been a fan of Samoa Joe for a long time. I remember Samoa Joe showing up on, uh, on like, I think it was Velocity on WWE years ago. That uh, that old Saturday night show they used to have. I've, I've liked Samoa Joe a long time. He's been held back by his weight, I believe. He doesn't look that, that tough, but his in-ring style makes up for it. And the things that he could do at his size are what makes him special. He's had great matches with, you know, Kurt Angle and stuff. I Bobby Lashley is guy who's a good wrestler, who's a decent MMA fighter. Just it's it's almost unfair to compare him to to Brock Lesnar, but that's continually what happens. My guess is that Bobby Lashley is going to win this match. He's my prediction because I think they're going to set up Kenny King, Bobby Lashley, and Eric Young at the end of the at the end of the night in a steel cage. But I really hope Samoa Joe wins the match. I would much rather see Austin Aries, Samoa Joe, and Eric Young in that match. Um, or even Kenny King, Samoa Joe, Eric Young. But, I, although, like I said, I'd rather see Aries in there than King. But King is, is good in the ring, too. So once again, my prediction is Bobby Lashley. But I would much rather see Samoa Joe in that match.
and I don't expect the match to be very good. We got uh, the Knockout Championship match next. That's uh, Angelina Love taking on Gail Kim. It, it, once again, it's sad to say I just don't care about this match at all. I don't care about their Knockouts division. The best thing about the TNA Knockouts is Brooke, Brooke Taskmaster. Brooke Adams. You know, her real name, whatever. If I were, if I were TNA, this, I say this as a joke, but... I, I'm joking, but I'm not, because I would actually watch it. If they would put a still frame of Brooke Tessmacher's ass on the screen for the 10 minutes that they're going to give this uh, Knockouts Championship match, I would much rather just look at Brooke, Brooke Tess's ass than, than, look at, than watch this match, or any other Knockouts uh, match for that matter nowadays. You know, put her on the screen, even if she's not in a match, like I said, put a still frame of her, of her butt up there. I would, I'd rather watch that. You know, Gail Kim is a great talent. My prediction is Gail Kim's going to win the championship again. But who cares? Their division sucks. The, the matches suck. You know, at one point they were great when Gail Kim and Awesome Kong and all those other chicks were, were killing it when the division started. That was one thing. This is just, this is just bad. And... I'm being overly critical, but, you know, the fact that there isn't one tag team match on this entire pay-per-view, but we're going to get Angelina Love versus Gail Kim, you know what I mean? I guess they have to put women on the show, or at least that's what they think. I'm talking about this too much. Once again, I got Gail Kim over Angelina Love, but I'd much rather be looking at Brooke Tessmacher. Up next, we got the tag team, or sorry, the... <laughs> tag team match. I want to say tag team match, the tag team champions are in this match. It's a ladder match for the X Division Championship between Manic, Tigre Uno, Crazy Steve, Sonata, Eddie Edwards, and Davey Richards. Edwards and Richards are the tag team champions currently. Shows how much they care about uh, those belts in TNA nowadays. They're two of the best wrestlers in the world, Debbie Richards especially. I mean, everyone knows how great he is in the ring. Crazy Steve. Are you serious? Please, I hope to God they don't play that that god-awful uh, menagerie music throughout this match like they have been for some of the other stuff the menagerie's been doing. This could be a good match, though. You know, there's enough talent. You know, Sonata's solid. Uh, Edwards and Richards are solid. Mannix, you know, solid. Tigre Uno, solid. Crazy Steve, I just don't understand him being in this match. I guess they needed someone on there. If he wins the championship, that's just going to be another stake in the heart of, of TNA wrestling. As, as for predictions, you know, I want to say Sonata's going to retain the championship. I don't know how long he's contracted to wrestle for TNA, though. I have no idea what his obligations are with them because he goes back and forth between companies. My guess is that it's going to be Sonata. You know, I wouldn't mind Edwards or Richards, but if they want to keep them a tag team, it's not a good idea to put the X Division Championship on one of them because it's going to create an inevitable breakup. And Manic, I've had enough of. Tigre Uno is good. He's good in the ring, but I don't see him as the champion. Like I said, Crazy Steve's a joke. Sonata, Sonata seems like like the choice here. So I'm going to say Sonata wins this match and retains the 
X Division Championship in that uh, ladder match. Next up, we got a uh, Texas Death Match between EC3 and Bully Ray. I'm actually a pretty big fan of Ethan Carter III. I think he's a talented guy. He was talented in the WWE. A, a gimmick that I am, I'm like pissed that it never took off and it never actually got a chance um, on WWE TV. Back when Ethan Carter was in WWE, find these on YouTube. Check out a. Uh, he's the USA guy. And they do all these promos, USA guy. And they're like these super corny, like Team America style, you know, showing all this stuff from America. And he's just this goofy, like Kurt Angle, three eyes, but even cheesier. It, hard, once again, hard to explain, but check it out on YouTube. The USA guy. And Bully Ray has been solid He's probably the most improved wrestler I've seen in a long time, especially making that transition from singles or from a tag team competition to singles competition. My guess is that Bully Ray is going to win this match. Uh, I think it could go either way, and I wouldn't be upset either way, but my prediction is uh, Bully Ray is going to take this one. And last but not least, we've got the triple threat steel cage match for the TNA World Heavyweight Championship. Eric Young versus the winner of two of the matches I talked about before. Like I said, I'm expecting it to be Bobby Lashley, Kenny King, and Eric Young, but I hope it is, and I hope Austin Aries and Samoa Joe are the ones who are in that match. Uh, my guess is that Eric Young is going to retain, if for no other reason than this is a last-minute change, and... I don't think it makes any sense to put the belt on Lashley. I don't think it makes any sense to put the belt on King. I wouldn't mind it being on Joe or Aries, though. It just depends on which way they want to go with the company. By the way that TNA has been booking their product, you know, it's it's a joke, you know, but and I've heard people talk about it. Now that Daniel Bryan's been stripped of the championship, it's almost like, well, let's take it off Eric Young, too. You know what I mean? Um, one other thing I want to mention... You know, when I was mentioning uh, possible Hall of Fame inductees, I mentioned Abyss. I'm on the TNA website right now. It lists Abyss as the current television champion since June 2nd of 2013. Has he ever defended that belt? Can someone let me know, like, comment? or Like, I follow the product close, and I don't, I don't think that was even a championship in the company anymore. Alright, I hope you guys enjoyed that previously unreleased podcast. Like That has never been heard here on the Fight Talk podcast. This was recorded before the Fight Talk podcast even existed. So, hope you enjoyed it. Uh, hope you got some perspective on how I was feeling as a fan of Impact Wrestling back, you know, five years ago. And, you know, it's like a, it's like a time capsule going back in time listening to this stuff. And it's kind of fun being able to release all this stuff now just, you know, so much longer and, and going back and and really just reliving those times as a uh, frustrated fan of TNA Wrestling. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to subscribe here on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, Podomatic, wherever you're listening to this podcast. Please give me a good rating and a review. Once again, subscribing helps out a ton and downloading the episodes helps out a ton. And that way you're also going to be notified for my upcoming episodes, especially episode 200 that I keep hyping up. If you want to go check me out on Twitch, twitch.tv slash fighttalk underscore. My Facebook page is available as well to search Fight Talk Podcast. My Twitter, fighttalk underscore, F-I-G-H-T-T-A-L-K underscore. Got merchandise at whatamaneuver.net. 
We've got pro wrestling articles available at SoberAsNetwork.com. I do the Fightful Select Weekender podcast every single Saturday at Fightful, talking all non-WWE news. And yeah, MMA on point. Always want to plug that because that's my home base and, and my, my main job, my shoot job. So you can always check that stuff out too. That's available um, YouTube. Just search MMA on point and check out the social media as well. That's going to be at MMA on point on Instagram, at on point MMA on Twitter, and then the website MMAonPoint.com. Like I said at the beginning of the episode, I'm going to have a lot more content coming uh, today, tomorrow, and you know throughout the rest of this week as we quickly approach episode 200 as fast as possible. So thank you very much for listening. And I want to give a shout out to my sponsors real quick before we get out of here. Check out WrestleRumble.com. They're the best place for fantasy pick'em contests for professional wrestling. Always a lot of cash prizes, you know, big stuff on the line. You know, they usually have like title belts up for grabs. They have, you know, like I said, cash. They have a lot of really cool prizes. It's a really fun thing to do as a professional wrestling fan, sitting on your couch and winning big cash and big prizes. I mean, it doesn't get any better than that. Make sure to give them give them a uh, follow on Twitter at Russell Rumble to stay up to date with all their contests. I'm to give a shout out to Heroes and Legends. Uh, Heroes and Legends is a pro wrestling memorabilia, action figures, autographs company. They have everything. They're run by nice people and they give you fair prices. If you want to check their stuff out, follow them on Twitter at HL Pro Wrestling. And shout out to my brother Brian Jensen. Brian Jensen is a professional boxing coach. Uh, he does you know instructional work. He does MMA training. He does Parkinson's Foundation work. He's a good dude who can really help you reach your goals. Uh, give him a follow on Instagram at BoxingATL. That's B-O-X-I-N-G-A-T-L. And if you're in the Atlanta, Georgia area, he'll meet with you in person. If you're not anywhere near Atlanta, he can help you remotely. Just shoot him a message, shoot him a follow on Instagram, and he will help you reach your goals. Get a knockout workout without getting knocked out. Hit up Brian Jensen right now. All right, guys. Keep your eyes and ears open for more stuff. I'll be back soon.